0: you're tuned in episode 43 of the video game pals the pals network's weekly video game podcast where a group of lifelong gamers get together to talk about video games the news and how it all makes us feel i'm your host pete and bessie joined today by my ever-present co-host and antagonist mr andy brown
1: hi we're here to talk about video games the news and how it all makes us feel in case you couldn't understand pete talking at 100 miles an hour
0: hey hello? that's what people that's what people expect on youtube all right it's like welcome back to my twitch stream everybody okay so uh, i'm also joined by my partner in streaming uh the lover of the heart of gold mr robert thompson well i
2: got a new title i'm happy
0: yeah you got two titles today that's yeah. pretty special the guildmaster himself mr sean bartley hello hello and making her return this week, the esports Dynamo Miss Peggy Ford.
3: Hey, it' me again, in person this time.
0: <laughs> Welcome back. So um, normally, well, I wouldn't say normally. I guess it's kind of a rotating segment now. But oftentimes, we like to start the show off by uh, what we're playing this week. And I know Sean has something to uh, to report. So take it away, buddy.
4: Yeah, So I do have a guild update.
3: Hells yeah.
4: Uh, in do, World do, of Warcraft, do, 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 I am a regular do, 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 do guild watch uh, player of World of Warcraft. <laughs> I run a raiding guild, and for the last, let's see, alright, for the last 21 days, uh, we had been fighting the 10th boss in the uh, Argus raid, uh, and Taurus. You've been working on this one guild. for a while, right? Uh, twenty one days. Specifically okay, okay. I guess you didn't update us on nine or No, because it wasn't that it
0: wasn't that big of a deal. Okay. Um, I, it just feels like a long time since we talked about eight.
4: Yeah. So uh this boss is it was, it was extremely difficult. Uh on average it was taking guilds about three hundred pulls, so attempts to kill the boss, uh Jesus. in order to get it down. And this is after it's existed, it's been out uh, since November. So, oh, crap. yeah. Uh, so, very, very tough boss. We managed to kill it this week uh, and we did it in sub 200 pulls. So oh, I'm shit, really, really, really pleased what with up? that. Dude. Uh And so that actually bumped us to number 182 in the US wow Um, we we slid back because there was a period of time uh during the christmas season where five people took like three weeks off so that really screwed us up but we're back and uh we're gonna finish out the tier really really strong we've already started on the last boss and i'm very much ready to kill that bastard and uh end this whole thing so <laughs> congrats nice. that's fucking phenomenal so this is the last one right 11 for the whole set yeah and then there won't be another one until the, the next expansion
0: good
5: god so what do you guys
4: do when
0: that happens like do you just start redoing the they fucking, last boss they rock the train <laughs> they rock the so, train for
2: like nine months at a shot dude that's why they're so good just,
0: Cut Cut to a uh, 80s-style montage yeah, with, like, yeah. Synth Rock and Sean with the rest of his...
1: You're the best <laughs> around!
4: <laughs> so, uh, I've never been in that position before of having cleared out the tier and then having to wait for the, enti- like, wait oh, for the okay. new expansion. So, I don't know what we're going to do. I know there are some people who just want to take a break outright until that point. I know there are others who just want to keep re-clearing. So... Probably try to find a way we could get together like once a week instead of three times a week to just clear yeah. it all out real fast and then you know live our lives.
3: Have you considered speed running?
4: Uh, yes, and so a speed run would be that it would be doing what takes three nights to do in one night. Nice, a- and it's consider- entirely possible.
1: Sorry, sorry, have you considered going to Grief the Spawns on like servers just be like high level alliance guys be like fuck you goblins
0: just take over an entire like launch city like every new player is just getting
4: wiped the fuck out that is uh, a possibility you never know you never know sean
0: if you do that you have to record it you have to record it please i, I mean i'm not gonna do that uh or... Definitely Just like
1: sure. a high-level alliance guild comes fucking raining down on your launch city. What do I do? That's what That's what we're going to do
0: when we all stream vanilla, though.
1: I'm a right? level 2 night elf. Why is this <laughs> paladin killing me?
0: <laughs> but yeah. Wait. Blood elf, right? They're the ones that are in the horde. Night elves are good guys. Correct. Oh. Okay.
3: Yeah, uh, I- excuse you. The definition of good and evil in that is very, very subjective, right?
0: Um, if like, you're a trash panda who fucking sides with the horde, blood elves were just get over
4: it.
3: But but <laughs> the yell is so much more fun.
4: Blood elves were not just. Let's ah. not even. Let's not even start this. Please. Night elves are where it's at. <laughs>
1: Night elf mohawk is uh, the only thing exactly. I know about league. I've never because, actually or, played WoW, WoW, so I'm
3: really just here for to troll. You cannot so would put me in the horde actually.
4: You would, yeah. I think you'd probably you would be a horde. We'll is a monster?
0: No. I also like playing
3: what?
2: the undead too, so I guess I'm Peach the horde just now. mad
3: because because no, it never mind. I'm not gonna do it. Low hanging. Because I'm
0: on the because r- I'm Low on the right side of history, freeze. right? That's what I thought. Okay. I
3: don't know anything about WoW, so I can't say one way or the other. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just can't like speak to the. It. I only go by the the like the uh, for the horde or for the alliance, and for the horde sounded so much better.
4: Yeah. So it's very that sure. there are way more people who love the horde. Horde yeah. people are ravenous, yeah. and. uh
3: yeah, at, at BlizzCon when they were yelling like for the horde, that got quite the standing ovation. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I mean I'm not gonna lie, the the like that OG like they've probably changed it since now, but that OG like super compressed audio of the of the orc guy being like FOR the horde <laughs> is just like so fucking
2: metal. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... well they did have a, a few songs that they made from Elite Torrent Chieftain.
0: <laughs> yeah. E T C that's so funny. If I was in a geeky metal band, I would definitely open a song up that way. What do you soundbite mean? If that, he just, shh, shh. I, yeah, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> I'm in the Eagles of Death Metal. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Sean, definitely, uh, you'll keep us posted on that when you guys get up to 11. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations again, and Thanks. to the rest of the guildies. Yeah, I know some of them. Best. Some of them tune in with us every once in a while. Yes, so, uh, congrats to you guys. Um, good work. We're rooting for you. Don't um, suck
4: on Argus. Don't, don't suck.
0: <laughs> don't suck on Argus. Wait until there, the very last
1: second of Argus, then arrange yourselves in a way to spell out Andy says hi, stand in the fire, and I'll die. But don't stand you know, in the fire. Fire.
0: I would the kill. Chair.
5: <laughs>
0: chair, if you're listening, this is all you. You got to do this, man. You got to lead the charge. I know you've listened to the show, you've written him before. This is your time to shine. Spell it out. Andy says hi.
2: Listen, though, like, I don't know if they're ever going to stand in the fire because, after all, they are beyond the flame. Ooh. <laughs> you can leave. Them.
5: Right. See, Sean Hell thought of yes. that early
0: on. He was like, no one's ever fucking standing in this fire because our name says it. <laughs> We're beyond it. <laughs> I'm, I'm beyond all that, man. I'm beyond it. <laughs> all right so uh that's that's gonna wrap it up for what we're playing this week um but before we get into the rest of the show we do have a little bit of reader mail so i'm gonna kick it over to peggy uh to read some of that we've got comments on youtube uh from the last couple episodes so uh, let's jump into them
3: so noble gentleman on episode 42 more crash it's only a matter of time before we get busby racing seeing as how much of a success quote-unquote the new game was it's xd (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that the good. official translation <laughs> wow. for XD now
0: <laughs> alright so first of all uh shout out to noble gentleman noble gentleman is the true homie he has been commenting on like all our videos lately um he's a real pal uh yeah I um I uh, I'm I'm real hyped for crash man I I'm definitely ready for some more crash as long as it's from uh from what is it vicarious visions yes yeah hell yes Hell yes.
3: What is Bubsy Racing?
0: Uh, well, <laughs> so Bubsy, Bubsy is a fucking horrible platformer that was made into the worst 3D platformer probably of all time, Bubsy 3D. And uh, yeah, my man's just saying we need Bubsy, Bubsy Kart Racer. I, I said I would like to see Bubsy as a, uh, a, a DLC character in Mario Kart 8 just so I can slaughter him. Yeah, you that's murdering ass.
2: The only time you should ever see Bubsy in a game is when you're using like target practice or something. You know, it's like exactly,
1: mm-mm. Um, exactly. Bubsy in Heroes of the Storm one.
0: <laughs> that's when I uninstall Please that stop. game. <laughs> Please stop. When don't. do they patch in the Bubsy?
3: Coming soon to League of Legends, but no. <laughs>
0: No. Or, or uh the next Smash Bros, we get the new challenger. A new no. challenger
4: is approaching! Stop. The only place <laughs> that Bubsy belongs is in that shit Chinese game that yeah, has Yugi yeah. and... With 300 kind of heroes? Yeah, yeah that. that's what it's called. There you go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Final Fantasy Dissidia. Yes, I agree.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, I'm going to put out an open call for any listeners slash viewers who want to get in on this. We're gonna start playing 300 heroes, but it's a six person team, so we need one more person. We need one you more You need two, because I ain't playing that game. <laughs> Sean, please! You need to lead us! I'm not playing that game. That game is who's, weird. Sean's bro. the top 100 War Greymon in the world. Don't listen to him.
0: <laughs> Sean Yugi Mudo who's gonna, is just out of control. Who's gonna be our shot caller? Nobody can play War Greymon like you, dude. We need you. Those hard those hardened creepy. hours tested. We know. This game is creepy. <laughs> this is the
3: episode where Sean leaves, <laughs> the one where Sean ra- rage quits.
4: <laughs> if you have you seen what we've seen, Peggy? Have you seen this game?
3: I actually hey, have no you, idea what you're talking. You about. Need...
4: <laughs> we talked about oh it a boy. lot
0: last week, so I don't want to get into it too much. But 300 Heroes is like a Chinese League of Legends ripoff, where there are like such characters as WarGreymon and Yugi Moto and the entire cast of Naruto and Wally. And Wally. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of Disney Shrek characters, was in Pokemon, the game, but they took him out. Digimon, you know, just a bunch of shit. I, all the camps, all the camps are Pokemon or characters from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, like the it's the good.
1: Baron and the Dragon, or the Blue Eyes White Dragon, and <laughs> fucking Slight for the Sky Dragon. So it's just quality.
3: copyright infringement, the game. Oh, yes.
1: yeah, it's China doesn't have copyright laws. The game, it's beautiful <laughs> and a shit show.
0: All right, so we've got a couple more. Let's move it right along.
3: I gotta say the name again. Nico Demo Mastro Giacomo.
0: Yeah, um, N- Nico Demo Master Mastro Giacomo. Mastro Giacomo. Great name. A,
3: I just saw. That's, that's a tough one. But anyway, on episode forty-one, uh, who is Microsoft buying? Putting FIFA and Madden on Xbox Game Pass will sell consoles like crazy. True, uh, just one of those games cost half a uh, half a year of Game Pass. Everybody who buys FIFA or Madden every year will pick up an Xbox because it'll save them a ton of money. Also, EA already owns like 15 studios. It's a smart move.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That. I mean. I didn't even consider sports games for for Xbox, but yeah. That w- Xbox I mean, is
0: like already the official console of sports bros. I, I feel like that that is, like, one of the big gets. I do feel like that fits well into the Xbox gamers, like, um, kind of, you know, like, Venn diagram of what they're trying to play. You know, it's like, I feel like a lot of Xbox gamers are the people that play the big shooters and, you know, grab their Madden or their FIFA or whatever. I
1: feel personally attacked. Uh,
0: well, I mean, you bought the wrong console, so that's your fault. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I mean... We talked a lot about this on that episode. I, I still don't know that I feel like EA is a good buy for them unless they are going to have them go console exclusive, which I just don't see happening. But in terms of, like, just out of that mindset, right, of, like, putting FIFA and Madden to sell Games Pass I or Game Pass, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. I feel like it would definitely move the needle for sure. Mm-hmm. Those are huge
4: games every year on Xbox. Sean, it looked like you were trying to jump in before. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't see any reason at all why EA would give up sales on PlayStation for that. It doesn't make any sense.
0: 70 million. 70 million in the wild. It's a lot of money to pass up. It's a lot of
1: install days. I don't think they're
0: mutually exclusive. We'll see. So, thanks for writing in Nika Demo. Hopefully, we'll hear from you again soon.
3: And finally. Noble gentlemen, once again, on episode 41, Switch outsells Wii U. Nintendo really outdid themselves with the Switch in its first year, having beautiful-looking games like Zelda and amazing titles like Mario Odyssey. Truly a great year. Odyssey was meant, but I see your point.
0: Get the fuck out of here, Peggy. That's not even funny, okay?
3: I think it's hilarious.
0: No, you're a goddamn
1: monster. Are you ready for Andy's blazing hot take of the week, TM? Do it. Odyssey was the second best Mario game released on the Switch in 2017.
0: You're fucking... You're, Mario that's, Rabbids that's, is so goddamn good. That's a stupid
1: opinion.
3: It's not <laughs> wrong. I gotta
0: try. No, it is wrong. I don't... We're done.
1: I we're never not even, actually I'm not played Rabbids, so I can't
3: actually say, but, like, anything that Pete is against, I am so for. Mario
1: Rabbids is so
0: fucking good, though. I'm not saying that it's not good, but it's not the best Mario game. That's fucking... That's not... It's... We're not even I'm not even entertaining <laughs> this. this. is I'm no selling you now. He's Noble like, gentlemen, I agree. Working. Nintendo Switch, absolutely phenomenal launch year. As always, we appreciate when you write in. Hope to hear from you again next week. So, uh, if you want to let us know what you're playing this week, why Andy is a trash panda, or hear your thoughts right on the air, you can um, write into us at thevideogamepals at gmail.com. You can also follow our sister show at thecomicspals, wherever your social media is sold, to, you know, hit, up, hit us up with the same kind of stuff, stay up to date with all the cool stuff we've got going on here at the Pals Network. And um, if you're an audio listener, we would really, really appreciate it if you could give us a like on your platform of choice. Or if you really want to help the show out, you can jump over to Apple Podcasts, um, where we're currently a five star rated show. Give us another rating; it definitely helps us get recognized by new listeners. And then, uh, if you're a YouTube listener, you can do us a solid by liking the video, subscribing to the channel if you haven't already, and um, you know, just again sharing sharing the show with uh, with your friends, anyone you think might be interested in what we're doing. And uh, if you haven't been on YouTube, go check that out. We're now doing the show with a video component. So you can get it Monday through Thursday uh, kind of chopped up for just like you know the, the highlights or you can catch the full show on Fridays uh, with face cam and visual gags. So that's a good time. And uh, we're real close to 100 subs. We just got up to 98 this morning. So uh, even if you're not a YouTube person, if you could bounce over there and just give us a sub, help us hit that milestone, we can finally get our custom URL on YouTube. Um, that would be really appreciated.
1: I'd like to talk for a second about a piece of viewer mail we did not receive this week, and that I'm very disappointed. Last week, I put out an offer. I said, hey, write in. Tell us why you want a copy of Life is Strange by Don't Nod. And nobody did. I'm
0: devastated. Does nobody want Life I'm, is Strange? I'm devastated. Well, The, one, well, the only thing I could think of... Sometimes. Life is weird. Oh, um, the, the one thing I could think was everybody who listens to the show... Has already listened to the gospel and gotten a copy of the game, and that's the only thing I can. Or think
2: they of. had it free on PS Plus, or they hit up like that Steam Lunar Sale or some shit, you know. I don't Always know.
0: possible, but if you don't, make sure you write in this week. We're gonna extend it another week. We're gonna throw it out on social media as well. So if you want a copy of Life is Strange, drop us an email at, the at gmail.com. You can get yourself a free game. If you want to manipulate time through a Polaroid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you should do. That's, like, literally the best way to spend, you know, your summer vacation, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Wait, I thought that was how the Bouncing Souls spent theirs. Wait. Is that a
0: concept (laughs) album based on the (laughs) strange? Yes. I would would play-slash-listen to that all the time. Anyway. uh, So, with that, we're going to get into our rotating segment this week, and we're going to bring back a little something we haven't done in quite some time, the buy-or-sell. Oh. So, um, I've been- Sell. Just sell. Sell them both. <laughs> so, uh, I, um, I've been thinking a lot about this question recently. Um, we've talked a lot about the Nintendo Switch this year, right? And one of the kind of reoccurring themes that I feel like, um, specifically I feel like Thompson, Andy, and I have said since we're all into uh, indie stuff, is that, you know, if we have the opportunity to play a game on Switch, we usually take that opportunity. Um, excuse me, Andy? I have not said that. <laughs> Yeah, because you like 3DS and you're garbage, man. Whatever, fine. I play it you on like PC. the You like the Zina.
3: What does that say about you?
0: Ruin my Uh, it says that I'm a smart person and that record. I'm extremely intelligent, okay? Yeah, that's what it says. Anyway, um, so I, I what I wanted to ask, right? Owlboy came out this week. It's a game I wanted to play on Switch, never got or on Steam, never got around to it, finally getting to it on Switch. And uh, I I just wanted to throw out the question. For y'all, would you rather buy on sell on playing a a new game first or playing it on your platform of choice? Ooh. Do Uh, you want to be a part of the initial wave of excitement, or do you want to wait until it gets to the place you like to play? buy.
4: Buy. Buy on playing it on the platform of choice for me. Yeah? Yeah. Why's that? Uh... I mean, I'm not. I'm not interested. I don't. First of all, I don't really have that problem because all the games I want to play most come out where I want to play the most, either PS4 or PC. Um, sure. But beyond that, if it were to be an issue, I would wait to play it on the platform that I actually care about. Because, for example, I'm not gonna buy an Xbox to play, you know, whatever game when I could just wait a little bit and play it on PS4. You know. Um, sure. I, I'm or like I'm, I know Sean's
1: I'm, looking forward to see if Thieves it's going to be on wrong. PC. If I'm going to
4: spend sixty dollars <laughs> on a on a gaming experience, I want it to be the perfect experience, not hampered by playing on an inferior console or whatever. Sure.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I would say I, I'm kind of aligned with with that for the most part, unless a game is like super hot, you know, like um, and it's like I, like. um... Like, Doki Doki is a good example of what I'm talking about. Not that that was, like, announced to have a port or anything, but that was a game where I was like, if I don't play it right now, someone will ruin it for me, and, like, the moment will pass. So, like, that's a game that I would probably make that sacrifice for. But generally speaking, I I think I'm inclined to agree with you. Because I'd I'd rather play it on the platform I want to play it on. Like, Stardew Valley on Switch, which I already have put twice as much time into as I did on PC.
2: (laughs) Or, like, Monster Hunter World on PC.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, you guys are waiting for that one.
1: Um, I think it really depends for me on the game and, like, what the platform I'm giving it up to, or what the platform I'm, like, not playing it on to wait for it to be on the platform I want. Like, sure. like if a game's coming out on PC second, I will probably wait for it to be on PC. If it's coming out on PC first, I will probably play it on PC. Mm, okay. So, so you're, you're more inclined to wait for your platform of choice? I, I guess, yeah. Um, although, like, I did
0: buy Snake Pass before it was on PC, on my Switch, and that was really fun. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a game I would definitely say is more at home on consoles. Um, but, you know, that's, like, I guess a matter of choice. What about you, Peg?
3: Bye. Bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Uh, yeah. Mostly because just basically the same thing that you guys said i don't want to i don't have the funds nor do i have the patience nor do i literally have the space anywhere (laughs) to get a new console um if like i really wanted something that wasn't going to be on something i already own like for example i got the switch because of breath of the wild um but it wasn't going to be anywhere else, which is why I bought it in the first place. Like, that sort of thing. Like, exclusivity. Uh, you could have
0: exclusive. played it on Wii U, Peggy.
3: Anyway, rare. so I got it on the Switch because it wasn't going to be anywhere else. And I... Uh, and, um... But, like... uh, What's a good example? The monster world is a good example kind of where it was yeah like, right like I you're playing that on ps4 the PC. yeah i wasn't gonna wait on the pc despite knowing it was probably gonna be playing better there uh and just got it on the ps4 instead
0: yeah yeah i had a similar thing there of just like i'm not gonna care about playing it when it's on pc like i want to play it now while it's like in the zeitgeist and all my friends are playing it exactly not, like, yeah eight months after the fact when you know you two guys are the only ones who are waiting you know so it's like by that point i'll probably be on to something else
3: i actually did the opposite for destiny where i got it on ps4 and i moved over to pc but i didn't like it as much on pc because there just wasn't like like you did all the stuff already so like yeah what was the point so i wasted like 30 bucks or something but either way
0: I, uh, I made that mistake as well with Night in the Woods where like I bought it and then like a week later they announced it was coming to Switch and I was like motherfucker <laughs> but you know oh well Thompson what about
2: you? I guess i buy on this one I think I used to a lot more when I was younger when I didn't have access to like more than you know like one game fun for like every four or five months that I, I'd be like oh god I gotta get on like this system because that, that's all I can afford to do Now it seems like everything comes out where I want it. Uh, I think like one of the only examples would be Monster Hunter World. You know, just waiting for that. Um, Like Dark Souls was a good example. I never got it on the PC. I always went for the console, Um, even though I do prefer PC games usually. I think that that's more at home on the console. Yeah, I mean the PC version was like
0: busted too,
2: like the original one. After the first one came out and it was busted, I'm sure they fixed it, but I just had that like bad taste in my mouth. So, Um, and you know, I was just getting them on the, the. console anyway but i am going to get remastered on the switch so i guess like if that had come out there originally and i didn't have to wait you know uh they were like say dark souls 1 was out and it was fresh and they were saying it's on the switch too like i would go right to the switch you know what i mean yeah so um yeah i buy um luckily most things come out across many platforms and most of the exclusives that i don't get are just stuff like sports games <laughs> or, like yeah. the sports games that i want to play <laughs>
0: Thompson, you don't want to play Blood Bowl? I play Blood Bowl, but on the PC. (laughs) There you go. All right, so if you want to write in with your own buy or sell, a random question of the week, or, you know, any other games you think you might, that might be fun for us to do, you can write us in at thevideogamepals.gmail.com. Don't forget. Um, All right, so with that, I guess that means it's time for... The News! The News! We talking about the news! The News! The News! We talking about the news! Alright, so we've got five items on the news list this week, um, and some, some pretty fun ones. So let's kick things off right by talking about what I think was probably my favorite piece of news from this week. Uh, known industry insider Laura Kate Dale has confirmed with multiple sources that a Spyro Trilogy remaster is coming to PS4 in Q3 of this year. Yes! Fucking save the dragon! Let's do it! bat i'm so excited guys all right so game is currently in development by vicarious visions who is the team behind crash's return and laura says that um or laura's sources say that we'll see the game announced for the first time sometime next month uh and that much like the insane trilogy the game will feature new assets lighting animate lighting animations and cinematics as well as a remastered soundtrack so you know another like kind of from the ground up uh remaster which great um that's exactly what we need Um, There's also going to be some quality of life fixes, like what we saw in the Crash Trilogy, like updating the game's save features, and um, in addition to remastering the original three games that were by Insomniac, there's also um, the promise of some content that was cut from the original games making it on the disc. So I don't know if that means like maybe more dragons to find, maybe we'll see uh, an unreleased level like we did from Crash, Um, but something's going to be coming in in the pipeline around, uh, or in that vein, so that's something to look forward to.
1: And then they add full Skylanders support. Don't... No. Stop. He's on a Stop.
0: Stop. I would be
1: surprised if there wasn't
0: some kind of Skylanders integration in this game. No, it's not going to happen. Toys to Life is dead. Uh, and then one of Laura's sources pegged September for the game's launch month, which would line up uh, exactly with Spyro's 20th anniversary. So, um, obviously, rumors take it with a grain of salt, but... Uh, Laura is definitely a reliable source. We've cited her plenty of times on this show, and uh, more often than not, the stuff that she hears ends up coming uh, to fruition. So um, I'd bet you could take this one to the bank. So um, anyone besides me excited for this one? Monster. Sorry, really.
1: I never got bit by the Spyro bug. Spyro's a dragon, not a bug, Thompson.
0: I couldn't tell if I dragonfly was a a bug. Sparks... (laughs) Well all right, we don't have to belabor it too long if you guys are all wet blankets, well, but um. I, I wanted to
4: say I wanted to say that I don't like Spyro at all. Uh, Monster. And uh, I could not play that. I have Spyro. I still have my original copy. In the plastic wrap. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I played it when I was a kid, but I hated it. Uh, and it gave me headaches for whatever reason.
0: Uh, I I have always, always preferred Spyro to Crash. Um, I, I, I like the Crash games, obviously. Um, definitely a big fan of them as a kid. But yeah, I've always preferred Spyro. And uh, th- like I'm way more excited about this than I was for a Crash remaster. So I, I can't wait for this one. Hype. All right, so moving right along uh, to the world of esports, we now have confirmation that Gaguri has signed to the Sh- Shanghai Dragons, becoming the first female player in the OWL.
3: Hell yeah. yeah!
0: Yep, she got the comics pals bump. So that's what happens whenever we mention something on the show like this. It happens. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I, you're, I, I, you're welcome, world. <laughs>
3: So, it's really interesting, though, because Kaguri is a, is a god-tier Zarya. Like, one of the main reasons as to why she is so well-known is because two... I guess we can call them people, not idiots, put their entire professional careers on the line. And they were like, she's cheating, and we will bet our careers. Uh, so, another org was like, alright, well, let's put this to the test. And they had her set up, like, a custom rig that she never had played on, um... I think everything was different. I don't know about her keyboard and mouse, but like everything else was different.
0: Yeah. And everything was different. And they like videotaped her hands it. while yeah. she was doing it. Yeah. And it
3: was completely legit and these guys did in fact bow out of Overwatch uh soon afterwards. Um but considering that the quad tank meta is coming into style a lot uh a lot more prevalent, um in in stage two, definitely because of those mercy nerfs and because of Moira's really, really uh nice uh complementary style with like a Lucio or an Ana or a Zenyatta like another support except for Symmetrics we didn't see her at all in stage one fun fact not even a second but um having Moira plus a support and the quad tank is really really solid uh, a really solid comp so her Zarya is going to be a lot stronger in this meta which is going to be absolutely fantastic for the dragons there were two other people as well but i think we get into that it's
0: actually three people um it was sky fearless and ado or ado ado um yeah ado so yeah um yeah all, all four of these players are going to be joining the team which uh if you're not following owl they're the worst team in the league, they're zero ten right now. Oh my god! Um, yeah. After the first round, so what they said was that they they really hope that these, these specifically these four players uh, will help correct quote the core problems of the team, um, and they're currently in the process of getting them all their visas, helping them get to the states and kind of like get meet the team and you know settle and and hopefully be ready for uh, in time for the next round, yeah. which is um, fast approaching. So, how how yeah.
2: many players are in total on this team? Because I know it's like Overwatch is five players, right? But like if they're adding four, right? Uh, yeah, they have people like the on the bench. Let's say yeah, like. But how many are on the bench? Do you know?
3: They can have upwards of twelve, if I remember correctly.
2: Damn. Okay. Yeah. Because if, if it was. like you have six one or seven, sub for every position, right?
3: I think that's correct. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting that they're getting four players. It would be almost half the roster. But this is still like a third. You know, that's, that's still yeah. pretty big.
3: I mean, yeah. some other teams just sign their seventh player (laughs) like the the Hmm. rosters haven't been all that big for a couple of orgs um but now i think they're starting to realize that hey this is a marathon not a sprint and we need to have people that have survivability uh and i think gregory is definitely one of those people who who can do that that being said like i was like Gaguri is signed yeah for the fucking dragons (laughs) damn it
2: yeah that's
0: heartbreaking i mean like it would be cool, though, if, like, it, it it would be really cool if she and these other new players, like, form a new backbone for the team, and they're good now, though. Redemption like, if they arc. suck, and then it's like, oh, yo, like, she and the squad showed up, and, like, now they're good, and they're actually competing. Like, that'll be a cool, like, you know, yeah. that'll be a cool story to yeah. see and get turned around. Yeah, I mean, a know? couple
3: of teams ha- have that thing kind of going from it's uh, Dragons, Fuel, and, and Mayhem are the ones right off the bat that are, like, very disappointing in their in their record uh for sure um so it'd be interesting to see how these guys kind of step into the challenge especially because this stage two meta which is starting this week yeah starting this week um how the stage two meta is going to to really uh help slash hinder some some squads because it could topple at least one top three team out of the top three i don't know out of the top five but definitely There's a threat to the top
0: three. We'll have to see what happens when uh, round two rolls around. I'm sure we'll be talking about it at some capacity.
3: And I will wear my Shanghai's Dragon jersey eventually on this podcast. Gotta get get your Gaguri jersey. That is the exception to the rule. Usually I'm like, I'm not... Buying anything related to teams or anything like, because like I'm reporting on it, and I've always felt like it's like a conflict of interest if you get something or something like that. Like I'm yeah. also like really like strict when it comes to that. Like I didn't even buy a skate until Calgary got got announced, and now I'm like, well, now I gotta buy a fucking jersey. So that's exactly what I'm doing.
0: I think I think you're fine on that one. I you know there are plenty that's, of that's like, what I've been told. Sports yeah. reporters that are fans of the team that they cover. Like, yeah. I think it's okay.
3: I told other so, journalists, and they were like, you're stupid. I was like, yeah, but like. <laughs>
4: i have a quick question for you peggy uh are there trades allowed at all
3: yes and there's currently trades going on now um i won't get into them because that will will take an hour and a half (laughs) but uh there are quite a couple of trades uh spitfire has been trading people uh other people have been signed akm to fuel i think fuel yeah akm to fuel was like the biggest signing at the moment um but yeah like it's been it's been a very uh trades are allowed Trades are happening, actively happening, um, as well as the signing period now opening up.
4: That's awesome. Maybe uh, Guguri will get traded to a better team down the road.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like that you give up hope on the Dragons before you even see them play.
4: She,
0: <laughs> the team's beyond repair, but maybe she can get traded. <laughs> yeah,
3: there were there were really a lot of rumors about her going to Nixel or NYXL. Uh, which would have been awesome near Excelsior, uh, but those were very, very wrong, <laughs> as we later learned. But it would be cool if she ends up like on a on a stronger team, considering Dragon's origin. But but yeah,
2: her legacy is that she turns the team around, gets signed to a better team, and then she has to fight that previous team with the tactics she taught them, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's like the battle of the century.
3: It's the monster she created.
2: Exactly. She's the LeBron James. Thompson. Of the O-W-L. Real life is not anime uh listen i want to leave hope for something in life
3: i mean isn't that the exact like plot of skyrim like you have to go up against dragons from a person who is a dragon and then he goes in that's from fair. there and then merrick's like fuck you and that's really yeah awkward. no you're the
2: Dragonborn. No, you the... once were a dragon
1: yourself i think the plot of skyrim was you wandered around some nice woods for a hundred hours
0: and you hit uh, the uh, excuse troll you at least five i never hours. found a single person <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, so in other news, uh, THQ Nordic has purchased Koch Media and regained a ton of the original THQ's IP. So um, this is a really, really interesting bit, I think. Um, this is, I find THQ Nordic to just be fucking morbidly fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the company bought Koch, who itself uh, was the owner of Deep Silver, who you may know from uh, like series like Dead Island or the Metro series. Um, Volition, who is the developer behind Saints Row, and Dambuster Studios, who are the devs behind uh, Homefront the Revolution. Um, so they, they picked them up for a reported 121 million euro, bringing all these companies under the THQ Nordic banner. Um, and then THQ Nordic has said that they have no plans for restructuring or taking any, quote, cost-saving measures, which uh, means it seems likely that uh, no one's going to lose their job, no games are going to get canceled, they're just buying the stuff and going to kind of keep the train rolling. Um, which is great for all those people involved, obviously. Um, like even the CEO of uh, of Koch is, is like sticking around. He's going to become a board member of uh, of Nordic, so it doesn't seem like they're they're looking to just buy it and gut it. Um, which is a great sign for 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 uh, for the people at Koch. Um, so the acquisition has gone a long way in giving Nordic even more of THQ's original assets and talent. Uh, for example, in the IGN article, which we've linked to down below, uh, Shabana Arif, uh, who's who's the writer, points out that the studio now owns both the rights to Red Faction and Red Faction Guerrilla's developer, Volition. Ooh. So now they actually have the opportunity to reunite Volition with the uh, Red Faction IP for the first time in several years. So it, it's kind of cool how they've been kind of like piece by piece picking back, you know, the the core assets of what made THQ. Um it's the weirdest thing. Like, I still think this entire thing is so weird that Nordic bought them and, like, uses their name even though THQ was a failure and they're, like, just rebuilding THQ brick by bloody brick. But, uh... I hope it works out for them.
2: Do you know offhand if Relic uh, Entertainment or whatever they're going by now is is part of them or connected to them anymore? If they're I don't still around think so, and... but I mean, I'll, it's not I'll that check. if you just knew because maybe you had it in the article. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't in the
0: article. So, if if... They weren't a part of this sale, at least. Yeah, I
2: don't know, like, how they stand anymore because they did a lot of the 40K games and they did a lot of stuff under THQ's banner. Um, But then, like, a lot of the new 40K games have just been under the... um, uh, The the ones with uh, Battlefleet Gothic Armada and stuff um, published under Focus Home Interactive. So I didn't know if, like, THQ was building back, like, any parts of that, looking back to get into that series at all because... Well, yeah,
0: you have to think that, like... THQ Nordic isn't THQ. No, I know, Like so it's... it's yeah, weird. you know, so it's... Yeah. He <laughs> knows um, what they're y- trying to buy, you know? To answer your question, um, they were sold to Sega in 2013. Okay. After... When, when THQ went bankrupt, yeah. they were one of the studios that got bought. Maybe they'll try to get them back. Maybe. Could happen. This is uh, weird, str- yeah. This Stranger things have certainly happened. A Frankenstein company, like, that we're seeing out, so... And It is just funny cuz I feel like they've spent so much money and I'm just like A, where'd you get all this money? And B like how are you how are you spending this much money and I feel like they've put out like one game and it wasn't super successful. And and then they just spent 121 million euros. I'm just like where is all this capital coming from?
3: Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe they had a lot
3: tucked <laughs> away for stuff like this.
2: So but- front <laughs> I mean, I personally have bought almost everything in this article, right? Dead Island, Metro Series, uh, the Homefront game, you know. Like, yeah, I but don't... this is all the Koch stuff. That's right. the thing. So this is like all... I don't know what, what they're doing. Like, the good, smart uh, move on them for, you know, buying the company that I buy the games from, but, like, 120 million dollars or euros, it's just yeah i don't know where they got this from honestly
0: and i mean it's fine like they'll probably make this back in like the next e- two years because like one of the probably, things that they yeah. said was that like all the studios that they bought have a game in development that they're going to be putting out so like yeah. they have like i think they said three or four AAA games that That's are cool. like on the near horizon so i imagine that like if if these things aren't like if volition's game is a success if you know um uh what is it you know um Dan Buster's new game is a success. They've got uh, that game with, like, the weird cat people and they modulate and all that stuff. Like, they've got stuff on the horizon, so if a couple of these games hit, uh, especially the ones that are, like, proven quantities like Saints Row or, or, or what have you, um, they'll probably make this money back quick. So, then it, so. It doesn't
3: it doesn't really sound like a dumb move then. It just sounds like this is—we're getting these, these studios right before they get something that— will at least do decently.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think it makes sense, for sure. I mean, like, they they acquired a lot of really important IP here. Mm-hmm. I just want my
2: Red Faction games to come back to life the way they used to be. Like, Guerrilla was the apex. It's so good. I mean, shit, you go back to first-person shooters, I don't even care. Red Faction. I mean, they could
0: do they could do a Red Faction too.
2: I mean, they did technically do Red Faction Oh, they did? Two. Okay. Yeah, and then Guerrilla was the third, and then I think
0: Apocalypse was the fourth, but that wasn't them, so... Yeah, but you fought aliens. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I meant I meant Gorilla, too, because Red Faction Gorilla is the one people really like, right? Yeah, that's the one that's where like everything destructible, yeah. and it was, like, basically, right. you know, just f- have fun, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what comes of this, but, I mean, I, I, this seems like a good pick for them. Um, I just – I don't know. They're just such an interesting company to me. Yeah. It's so interesting to see what they do and, like – if they're really gonna find success yet, because I don't, I still don't feel like they're a proven quantity by any means.
2: THQ Nordic, the company that was created from the lightning bolt of five hundred million euros and a bunch of other companies. Yeah, the lightning bolt <laughs> of five hundred million
1: euros, because they're Frankenstein,
2: like, and they only got injected with like you know a shitload of money to keep them going, I guess. So,
1: Yo, like, here. sign and, me up to so get cr- hit by that lightning bolt. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, any other thoughts on this one before we move on? Cool. All right, so um, next up, Harry Potter's director, Chris Columbus, is set to direct the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Let's go. Right? It's like in one of the weirdest announcements this week, right? And, and the more you hear about it, the stranger it gets. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Chris Columbus, you know, Very famous director, um, specifically known for making uh, kids' movies. You know, um, Harry Potter, Mrs. Doubtfire, Home Alone. These are classics with his name on it. Also found Um,
3: North America. All right, sorry, continue. I want to
2: quote you. Home Alone Mrs. (laughs) Doubtfire, these are classics.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire
0: is a fucking classic. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I think that's a
2: good quote to pull from you one day.
0: All right, fine. I stand by it.
4: Classics, I agree.
0: Yeah, and Chris, Chris Columbus is a great director is the bottom line, right?
4: I don't know uh, if I'd Ruben
0: go great. Ta- okay. <laughs> He's a All good right. director. But, like, those okay, first two Harry the Potter movie, movies pal. are not
1: good. It should be.
0: That's dumb. <laughs> um... Okay, so he's teamed with Bloomhouse, which is the production company behind Get Out and The Purge. You know, a lot of low budget but very successful and uh, and kind of artist-driven dir- um, or director-driven, I guess I should say, um, horror movies. So uh, I think it was last year, Bloomhouse acquired the rights to the film, which had it's been bouncing around since like 2015. Um, uh, I think it was New Line Cinemas was the most recent holder. They got it. They've now partnered with Columbus. And uh, according to Deadline, Columbus is going to co-produce the film with uh, Scott Cawthon, who's the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, and then Jason Bloom. Um, that's pretty much all we know about it so far.
3: Yeah, not even the plot or anything, right?
0: No, and we saw like a, there's like a logo, a new one that they sh- they shared and everything. And um, But, I mean, it seems like it's in early days here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is huge news. You know, like, this is um, definitely... When it comes to, you know, video game movies, like, we always kind of look at them with, like, you know, a bit of skepticism because they've always been bad. Um, but seeing more high-profile talent attached to titles like this is interesting because... I mean, eventually one of these has to be good, right? Like,
3: I mean, isn't Home Alone just a comedic Five Nights at Freddy's?
0: Yeah. If you what?
3: really think about it. <laughs> yeah, like, when
0: you really think huh. about it, like, I started to laugh, but then I was like, you know what?
3: Yeah.
2: You're not wrong. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, right, he's stuck in one spot, pretty much, he can't get out, he's got to defend himself with his makeshift tools that he knows. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's, wait- he's waiting for Damn. his friends to get back, his family, I guess, in that case. Damn I don't me. really know anything about Five Nights at Freddy's other than there's like robots that want you dead. So like, there's also an entire
3: conspiracy of like twenty plus killed kids.
0: There's like a huge, um... there's like a really really like deep crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's uh, a, a very. This, big I think there's seven games <laughs> now, six or seven games. If in the, you like, count three
3: FNAF books? World, seven.
0: Yeah, which is it's can it's canonical? Like so it's not I a guess, traditional yeah. FNAF game, but it's an RPG and that is in the timeline.
2: This dude Basically. can put out, like, nine games in two years. So, like, that's
0: crazy.
3: Yeah, so the movie's I mean, going to come out tomorrow. Um.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Five Nights at Freddy's 2 will be out at the end of the year. The sequel's yeah. already in the works.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you kidding? It's the it's the third one. At this point.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, All I I'm, can say... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, Sean. After you. Go for it. I can't wait for the inevitable backlash when parents don't look into what Five Nights at Freddy's is, and kids, like... Sell their mom one.
3: Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's for my birthday, mom.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I mean like, a oh dozen ten year olds. rated R.
3: They don't care.
0: <laughs> I've I've always thought that was a super weird thing. Like Five Nights at Freddy's is super resonant with children, and I don't understand. Like, I I simultaneously don't understand why children aren't more afraid of it because it's fucking scary, and also like that they're like that there's a collective group of parents that are just like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Because, like, it's not, like, anything that's, like, inappropriate, per se. Like, it's just fucking... It's just terrifying. But it's not, like... There's not anything that's, like... There's no gore. There's no, like... The themes of it, like, yeah, there's murder and everything like that, but a lot of that is subtext. Mm. Like, a lot of it is stuff that, like, if you're, if you're just playing for the game and the jump scares as a kid, like, that's fine, you know? Like, so I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that I would let my kid play it necessarily. But but,
3: but you actually care. See? Because yeah. that's, that's the difference. Because you're if you're just than, looking and you know. you're like, Five Nights at Freddy's, okay, I see these, these dolls in the store and they look cute. And, like, the packaging's a little weird, but, like, it doesn't look like it's anything major. But yeah. these kids get so into the lore and into the actual storytelling that, A, Cawthorn's fucking brilliant at, at doing, and for the most part. The the original was, was really good, and then it just kind of went, eh, but after that. uh, But, B, like, if you're just a parent, like, having a vague interest in it and, like, not able to really know exactly what's happening because the kid is explaining it to you and the kid is gonna get like gonna go everywhere with the story and and at the end of it you just kind of like check out but like i mean yeah if you're a a shitty parent (laughs) oh no i've explained to like my parents about like oh this is what happens in in five nights and they're like i mean you like it so it's cool but like i have no idea
0: but that's fine because you're an adult though like if you're small like my dad doesn't listen to me talk about video games anymore but he took a very vested interest in them when i was a child no no,
3: no but like if i can't if i can barely explain this how is the kid going to explain it in a way that makes the that actually like gets the parent to become concerned
0: it's because children are the future but anyway sean you were trying to get a word in here about this
4: uh well number one i want to comment on what we were just talking about and i want to say that when i was a kid i played games that were one million times worse than this yeah, uh, yeah. I think this is an overblown conversation. Like, Five Nights at Freddy's is weird, but most of the crazy stuff is implied and yeah. not...
3: It depends on what they show in the movie.
4: Right. But when we're talking about the game, when we're talking about just the games, like, the stuff that happens in those games is more implied than actually present. And yes. it, the culture surrounding those games... Uh, it is so much about watching less plays and watching other people engage with it. I don't really see it as a problem. I'm probably more afraid of those games than kids are. Uh, yeah. But when I was a kid, I used to play Resident Evil unsupervised. And that's way worse than this.
3: That's fair. Um, yeah, so.
2: yeah, yeah. Dude, Resident Evil, Doom, you know, all those ones. I was like, first game I ever played
4: was Doom. Yeah, so... I was like four or five. <laughs> i am I'm more worried about parents letting their kids play Call of Duty. Let's put it like that. Um, yeah. beyond that though I am so excited for this I love Five Nights at Freddy's I love everything about this entire series of games I understand that a lot of people feel like they got weird but I've been like I've been in it since it started and I'm so happy that there's going to be a movie I'm happy that it's got a real director and not you Ball or whatever <laughs> um <laughs> I'm happy that Bloom House is involved, and I think that there's a chance that this could actually be something really cool. And Peggy, you brought up such an amazing point about Home Alone being like—I literally right? never thought right? about that before. And now that you said that, my confidence level went up a million percent. It's like, it's like, wow, Chris Columbus might be the perfect choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you, man.
1: So I think I figured out thinking about it Because I'm confused about like This being as big as it is with kids If I'm a parent, right? Like, I'll put up with my kid being real into horror stuff If it means they don't bother me about going to Chuck E. Cheese
0: (laughs) That's the (laughs) trade-off That's the trade-off It's like, yeah, you can be a weird little shit But I don't have to hear about Chuck E. Cheese That's great I'll never have to listen to another Chuck E. Cheese song again.
4: I feel like this game will make you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese, though. Like, will it?
2: Yeah. What want to go? I was a kid. It made I to like, Fuck go. no. Dude, every time I see
4: those
2: animatronics, I, I want pizza and video games, like right away. <laughs> as
0: a as a child, though, where like one of the major plot points is an animatronic thing eating a child and killing it, it's like, no. I, I me as a kid, be like, I'm good. I'm good on Chuck E. Cheese.
1: I would have eat that shit up, man. That would have been great, especially like <laughs> uh, growing up on the Jersey Shore, like we did. Like, seaside's right there. There's better fucking arcades.
0: Yeah. But shit, man, like, or imagine, like, you go to, like, Disney World, and, like, you get the kids to go to, like, Country Bear Jamboree or something, and they just get PTSD flashbacks. It's like, no, no, not the bears! Yeah,
2: you could threaten your child every time he's acting up, you're like, we'll go to Disney again, and they're just like, no!
5: <laughs> no, no, how do I watch Country Bear
0: Jamboree? So, like, when the kid's acting up
2: in public, you get to say to something, you know, like, we'll go to Disney, and other parents are like, what the fuck, how
0: could that be bad? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, uh, this is exciting. I think the names attached here are really exciting. And, like, not just Chris Columbus, like, also it's, uh, Blumhouse. Like, Blumhouse is fucking awesome. Like, their track record is real good. Um, Get Out was phenomenal. So, I, I feel like Five Nights would totally work with a small budget. Like, it's, it's an insular thing. Like, you only need, like, the animatronics and then, like, what? Fucking six rooms? (laughs) would have a broom closet you know like i feel like uh i feel like i feel like this will work so hopefully it comes together and uh maybe we'll actually finally get a decent video game movie how nice would that be
2: hey the warcraft movie was good
0: i always forget you and sean were real were real defenders of the warcraft movie i never saw it but i heard i heard mixed things it had its defenders though watch it (laughs) it's good but I, i'm talking i want i want like a unanimously good like i want like i want to walk out of this and be like this was unquestionably a classic on the level of mrs doubtfire wait or wait
3: wait 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 so you think <laughs> fnaf is gonna do that i think it's gonna be like for for people like us it's gonna be this is the best movie ever but like new york times is not going to give it a passing grade
0: well i, I we don't know though like it's like we i that's that's Take it take it from somebody who watched the evolution of comic book movies, Peggy. It's like okay, that's fair. you don't know. You yeah. know you don't know. Uh, and it's like it's it's not until there's a good one and then another good one and then I'm not saying it's going to win an Oscar or anything, but, but if it good. it could be it could actually be a good movie that's well received.
4: To, to Peggy's point though, there are still movie critics who don't think they are real who don't think superhero movies are real.
3: Yeah, sure. and they get like an automatic like minus 20 points or whatever kind of rating system they have
0: yeah and like that's fine but it's like those people are like outliers for the most part you know it's like when you look at like overall critical reception of like the superhero movies that are generally accepted to be good Mm -hmm. they have good reviews you know and i I, I, now that's yeah that's what i'm saying is i don't know that this will be that first movie but it could be Mm
3: -hmm. could be either way hype
0: this could be the 89 batman of video game movies guys so we'll see Mm Mm-hmm Here's the question. This is like Do the spawn get Michael, of, of video games. Get movies? Michael Keaton to play the, the security movies. guard. Get Michael oh, Keaton be to play Freddy Fazbear.
3: Danny oh, DeVito my. for Chica. <laughs> oh
1: my Danny god. Danny DeVito for every role in the
2: movie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Danny DeVito is every one of the animatronics, plus the person in a first-person
1: camera view. like the He's the purple Frank. There Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu as Foxy. As, Ro- as Danny DeVito. <laughs>
4: I don't <laughs> like this. With him. Wait. Okay, all of, so there's five of us, right? Yeah. And yeah. there's five initial animatronics, right? So. So who's who? Who's who? I don't know. That's
0: all right, since three. I'm the
4: host of this show, I'm gonna be
0: Freddy.
3: You look so much more like Foxy though. You have the That's hair.
0: That's fair. Sure? That's fair. That's fair. My hair. All right, uh, Foxy's the scariest one anyway, so I'll be Foxy. I just want
2: to kill all the children and bathe in blood. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
3: a foxy move right there. Can door.
1: I play door?
0: <laughs> Can I play left door? Left Can door is fan. my favorite character in the first Five Nights at Freddy's. I want to be the light switch.
3: I want to be the fan. Who's the? Who are the other ones though?
0: Because there's there's foxy, chica, <laughs> Bonnie, Freddy, Freddy, Bonnie and Freddy,
3: and Mangle. I think is in that in the first one.
0: No. Isn't Mangle foxy though?
3: No. Mangle's the okay.
0: first one. Mangle is
3: different. Okay. Mangle is there's the first also
0: one. Gold Freddy, right? That's the thing? Golden Freddy's in the first one. No, you're right. That's the fifth one.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is he yeah, Super well, Saiyan
0: Freddy? Is that what that means? Yes. You
3: are correct, Sean. He, uh, Mangle is in FNAF 2. Right. There's okay. so many.
0: There are. It's- yeah, because Mangle... I think Mangle is foxy. I think that was no. foxy. No, Mangle's gu- not No, foxy. it's...
3: Mangle's not foxy.
0: Oh, wait. No, no, no,
4: no, no. Okay. Yeah, never mind. I'm getting mixed up. Mangle There's- is inhabited by the spirit of a dead dog. Yep. Yeah, right.
3: Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Game Theory.
4: Yeah, that's right.
3: Is it? Didn't they also say like Game Theory like actually like counted up and there's like 19 Freddys or like Some crazy, uh, there's a ton of them. Yeah. A lot of versions of Freddy. Mm-hmm.
0: My fucking favorite thing about um Matt Pat's like series on Five Nights is how like Scott is like actively and inv- like he constantly is just like he's like not quite. He's like you're close though, yeah. or like when he gets something right, like he just tells him straight up. He's like. You guessed it, bud. <laughs> There's, like, that one uh, live stream they did where he, like, showed up in the chat and was like, "It's like not quite, not yep. quite, boys.
3: <laughs> it's the best thing seeing, like, that chess match happening between them. And it doesn't, yeah. like, they've never met. <laughs> they probably yeah. never will because Cawthard's like, nope. But, like, just seeing the, the entire, like, evolution, if you go back to the first FNAF theory, it's so different from what we know now. And it's just just amazing. I love
0: I mean, he's literally redone the timeline like three times because they keep introducing new information. He's like, "Well,"
3: and then set spinoffs too because of uh, Silver Eyes. Right?
0: Yeah. Exactly.
3: What if the movie's on Silver Eyes? Sorry.
0: No, no. (laughs) I I I will say in in terms of plot, I feel like if the first one is like a bottle episode, Mm. that would make sense. If it is just focused on the guy trying to survive, but I have a feeling they're gonna go more into the. Like I have a feeling we're gonna get more about the family and I you agree. Know, the bite and all that all that Dang stuff.
3: It, I have to. Yeah, I, for for this they have to. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I feel like there's gonna be lots of flashbacks and stuff. Mm. Anyway, so uh, Moon right along, our final item is gonna um, take us into our meat and potatoes discussion this week, and it's all about PUBG. Ugh. So
3: uh, <laughs> the <laughs> game, Sean, Sean. wait, wait, wait. No, we're not. We're not doing anything until Sean says it's a game.
4: I mean, it's a released game, right? It is a game.
3: Yeah, it's a game. PUBG's a game. All right,
0: that's been the video game, pals, everybody. Good episode. (laughs) All right. So uh, Yuji Nakamura, who's a tech writer over at Bloomberg, shared a graph that he made based on PUBG's SteamDB numbers that showed despite selling 30 million copies this week, the game's active daily players took a major dip for the first time um, pretty much ever. You know, like it's been a pretty consistent growth. Uh, since the game came out, and this is the first time we've really seen, like, a big downturn. Um, Like all the new stuff, I link to it down below if you want to check out the graph for yourself so you can get a visual representation of the data. But uh, just to put it in perspective for you, the game's active daily players took a dip from about 3.5 million to uh, just about 2.5 million, um, which is a huge drop-off.
1: Yeah, that's that's a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, So, uh, So, like, obviously this is... It happens. Games have drop-off. You know, um, PUBG's been out for a while now. It's not, like, the new hotness anymore. Um, but this is a pretty significant hit, you know, um, from a game that we've seen seemingly be invincible. Uh, Peggy from Memesville.
3: Yes, hi. Uh, I mean, I think the one of the biggest problems uh, that PUBG currently has is because of the goddamn cheaters. That That's the big thing, like... I don't want to play PUBG if I know it's being ranked against me, and and uh, BattleEye, which is there, they're like anti-cheat. Uh, if you go on their Twitter, it's just it's always like we've banned over one million forty-four thousand PUBG cheaters in January alone. Uh, yep. Within twenty-four hours, they've done forty-two thousand. It's like six to thirteen thousand players per day. Uh, Twenty thousand at one point. And uh, on October 13th, they said that they're currently banning at a rate of 6 to 13K per day, uh, nearly 20K uh, within the past 24 hours alone, and the vast majority is from China, um, which kind of went into a conversation of should we be region-locking servers, that sort of thing. Um, but but PUBG Corp hasn't really been very receptive to A, region-locking, but also B, uh, like, I don't think they're they're that solid when it comes to people who are cheating and and it's not it's not a good look at the moment because it just ruins the game like i don't want to get completely destroyed by someone who can snipe me through smoke and just lock me each time that happened to a uh, to a professional player i want to say haze but i'm not sure it was on twitter um but like that's a thing that's always happening in a goddamn game and it just sucks like i don't want to play that if you know, I only a I only have one life, and B like you put in at least you know a lot of hours into trying to get that chicken dinner, and I still haven't got one. And one of the times was because I was I was up against a cheater at the last point, and it just sucks.
2: Peggy, play with me. I'll I'll get you chicken dinner. I got four last
1: week. I'll, I'll, I'll work. Feed yeah, you. we'll
3: do it after this. then. <laughs> I
2: will fucking feed you. Let's go do
0: some
3: fours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean if you guys are playing, I'll play. But um, <laughs> I like. I hope it's a combination of people a realizing like PUBG's not that good, and b that it has a cheating problem, and like part of the reason I don't think that it's that good is the cheating problem, but also like the program still is just janky as fuck all the time.
3: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like if, to. If jump you don't out get out caught of, by cheaters, you get caught by lag.
1: For sure, because like. The one thing
2: that I've been noticing is that, and this has been happening, you know, I I play this game a ton with a bunch of different players and, uh, you know, a ton of our different friends, you know, we've got, got a few hundred hours since, like, the release, and, like, it's worse now than it was in, like, the beta, you know, like, the lag or the drops, like, just about every game one person has to reset and we have to redo the whole lobby and everything. We're lucky if we get a game to work, you know what I mean? Um, especially when we're doing four players, like with friends, we're we're very lucky if we get that to work. Let alone get two to work in a row. um We got two to work uh, with a duo the other day, and we were like fucking clapping for it, you know. So that sucks, you know. I mean, I'm still playing it, obviously, but that could certainly, you know. I know people don't want to put up with that shit, you know. Especially when like there's an update pops up, and it's like, hey, there's an update to the battle eye, and then you load it up, and it's just like janky ass river, and like the game doesn't work. Then you're just like, oh. So the update killed it all right well you know people don't put up with that shit i mean i'm, I'm forgiving of it because i understand but like it is 1.0 now like it somehow got worse i don't understand that it's been getting more and more janky and i at least it ran before maybe not like 100 percent. like uh you know everything would yeah, work mean... with the lag necessarily but at least it played and you could get into the game you know because now i'm yeah. like resetting every other game
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. I definitely have had the opposite experience. Um, like I, that game was unplayable to me when it was in uh, mm. alpha for a long time. Like there was se- so like that's if there were, like yeah. I like you remember I stopped playing for a while because yeah, every time yeah. I would load in the game, um, all the assets would pop in and mm. I would like the first five minutes of the game sometimes, I couldn't, like, enter buildings because everything looked like it was... It looked like a fucking Dali painting. Yeah, yeah. People and, had um, the, all the
2: textures would load uh, improperly, yeah.
0: but all the inside stuff would load, so you could see inside every building and all that. Yep. And it, wasn't and it was, like, like, by the time I was yeah. actually able to play you know, the game's already in full swing and I'm at a disadvantage. 50 people um, left,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: and that, that would always, yeah. that, that turned me off. And, and since 1.0, I haven't had that problem at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had the server issues that we, you know, we both experienced where, like, one person gets kicked out, the screen doesn't fully load, you get stuck at the PUBG screen when the game loads up. That stuff I'm noticing is more prevalent, but the game itself is actually running way better for me mm-hmm. ever since uh, 1.0. Um, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but it is—it's still obviously plagued by problems, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's which. Like, uh, I, I just agree with Andy's point, though. I think you know, I'm myself very big apologist for this game. I think I'm noticing like way, you know, way more now
0: uh, than before. How how much of the shit is actually starting to show, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's it's less forgivable now. Yeah, like it's, I guess we're so. at 1.0. Like we're not in. It's not alpha anymore. It's not the first month the game was out. It's. You know, we're almost on the yeah. first year I, it's been out, and a lot of the problems haven't changed.
2: And when you look at, like, 30 million sales, and the guy has, like, some, you know, I think the... You, you know where after the bad blue hole made something like 4 billion bucks? I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it does put a bad taste in people's mouths. I mean, I understand it. I don't like it. Yeah, I, but I know I, there's so I, I think, many people, I don't expect it to work correct
0: every time. Yeah, but, and I think that's the thing people need to put in perspective, is, like, it's really easy to be like, they made all this money, fix the game, but it's like, they, they're trying, but it's, it's like, you have to think... But yeah, but you also have to think of like when the game blew up. Like, player unknown lived in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rest of the team is in South Korea. Um, yeah, the so infrastructure wasn't
2: there for thirty million players. I they didn't that. have an
0: they didn't have an office yet. Like they, you know, like they've been spending this year like becoming a company while also yeah. trying to um, make the game better. And I feel like it's just like you know they're they they bit off more than they could chew because the game is so much bigger like, than they or anybody else expected it to be.
1: The the thing that I have a, the biggest problem with is that the game got, at best, not very much better in terms of being a technical mess while they drastically expanded microtransactions.
2: Yeah, can we talk about those Desperado crates for a yeah, second? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fix the sure. game
1: before you start putting keys in it.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's legitimate.
2: Yeah, um... That's where, that's what I mean but the, the money, you know, like I don't expect them to have the company ready to go, but I don't expect to be microtransactioned a little here and there just because, you know, like they they have it right now. That's good. I know they want to make more money and in the long run that's what they're doing, but like, yeah, Tandy's point. Start working on that, yeah. but, you
0: know. I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with them putting microtransactions no, in the game but just but when the game is first. in the state it's in. Yeah, right. that's i. it's it's not a good look.
2: I mean, like, honestly, this is one of the only games where I've actually considered saying, like, I, I actually kind of do want to get some cosmetic microtransactions in this game. I never do that. Like, I think maybe, like, the last time I did that was with, like, Dead Space 3, you know, like... Sure. I, that's a big achievement, and yet, like, I just want it to work, you know?
4: Yep. It's almost as if a game blowing up while it's an open beta doesn't incentivize the developers to finish their game. <laughs> yeah, I got
2: I, I got a feeling that the 1.0 release was just kind of like gimmicky almost because it seems too early. I don't know. Uh, and then obviously this whole thing with the hacking uh, and cheating is like obviously been prevalent, but I think it hasn't been this level until. Yeah, so know. let me let me get into
0: that because that's that's the the main crux of uh, of this meat and potatoes discussion is like the kind of the the state of PUBG, okay. as it were yeah. i think we've expressed here a lot of our personal issues with the game and how uh some of those things have affected our own play or enjoyment of the of the game um but i would like to give a little more context here on the cheating issue and then we can kind of dig into that um so uh nakamura in his image attributes the drop uh to player frustration over chinese players invading north american servers and cheating so that's the kind of thing that if you don't play PUBG. It Kind of sounds like the rantings of, like, a racist baby who's bad at the game. Um, But if you play the game, uh, you know that it's definitely become a very real issue for PUBG players in North America. Um, Recent data from the anti-cheat tech uh, company that that Peggy mentioned, BattleEye, indicates that 99% of accounts that have been banned for cheating are from China. So the vast majority of these literally millions of players that are getting banned uh, are, are Chinese players who are hacking. Um, so Yuxi Story, um, which is another website um, that's linked down below in the IGN article, uh, is reporting that 46% of the game's total players are based in China, which actually makes this problem a super difficult one to address for PUBG, um, because... You know, like Peggy said, there has been a suggestion of um, having, like, region-locked servers. Um, that's been announced, that that's happening, that uh, Tencent, when when Tencent acquired PUBG, they announced they would be releasing a Chinese server to serve the massive Chinese audience. Um, but there's been no, uh, it, there doesn't seem to be any advancement on that, right? Like, that's supposed to be coming, but yeah. when? Um, we don't I know. don't know. So, that coupled with these other issues um, you know, I I, I guess my question is do you you think that's going to be enough? Like, do you think that them sequestering the Chinese players to their own server um, and then trying to address some of these issues that we have set out are going to be enough to put PUBG back on top? Or do you think that Do you think that these issues could really negatively affect the longevity of PUBG? Do you see this as, like, a stumble in the game's, um, you know, like, overall, like, um, I guess... uh, Dominance isn't the word I'm looking for, but do do you look at this as a stumble for the game, or do you think that this is a sign of of, of people losing interest, uh, of the narrative about PUBG turning?
3: I really think it's more of, like people still love the game, people still love PUBG, and they do want to play it, like, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people, it's just I don't want to get my ass kicked by some bot, that's really what it comes down to um, I think for a lot of people, it was, if the cheaters are taken care of, I'm back um, yeah and, I think that that's really, that's really it I mean, like, as long as I have a chance then the game is fun, like, when you get a game that, that, like through some pure rng you get a game where it's all players and you're all just playing like strictly no cheats no hacks nothing like that and you and like you're having a really fun time and pubg is really fun when the playing field is level and the playing field is fair but it's just it's become more and more apparent like I would actually even forgive it if there was like a cheater, like a match or something like that, in like a four-hour, like two-hour, or so play t- play time, like because I suck. But uh, well, it's like you
0: can't you can't eliminate cheating; like right. it's going to happen.
3: Right, right, and the occasional one I'll forgive, but if it's every single fucking game, that's the problem.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Or almost every single game, depending.
0: Um. Just just anecdotally real quick. It was actually really funny. The other day, Thompson and I were playing and we encountered uh, I was when we were in, in duos and we encountered this this group of two Chinese players who were definitely hacking um because they got like a perfect headshot on me as we were like coming up from them at a weird angle and everything. Through the, through the cliff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so what what we did, uh we we had a car and we literally just like ran I up on them and he, Thompson Thompson fucking banged into them and I'm like Mad Max shooting at them from the back and then like they get out of the car to get behind us and try to shoot us through the car and Thompson just flipped the car on top of them
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes. I
2: always try <laughs> to run over cheaters because awesome. I think it's very poetic when they're shooting at you and they don't kill you in a car and then I'm like oh, all right, fuck it I beeline right to the source and I just run them down because they don't move and they're like oh my hack will work and then no you just run them down that's <laughs> seriously like the best defense against the hackers, and so far I've noticed is cars, like just cars in general.
3: Good, good.
2: And they usually like—I'm not kidding—ninety-nine percent of the time they—they they don't move; they just stand or they crouch, you know. But you can just like beeline right to them, and it's just like hit me, okay? <laughs> Go flying
0: off a cliff, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I um, in general, I don't—I don't think I've. I don't feel like I've experienced a ton of of cheating in general but when you do actually like when you do catch it like well, it's the so cam obvious
2: has really pointed it out to me because oh, yeah. there has been so many times that I was like oh good shot good shot whatever and then like yeah. later on I was like
0: oh wait a minute that guy was way too far yeah out. and i look you at watch the, the death cam and it's like all of a sudden they're just like boom headshot and you're like or like they, they, no they, they
2: line way. up a shot and then they strafe right and then like it happens to be that like there's like four buildings down that there's an open doorway you're standing in and they already knew you were there so that's how they got you and like that's yeah. clear like that's a wall thing you know uh they're aiming straight through that. the wall or something yeah, yeah that too like they'll aim at the like i mean that's what i mean and then they'll strafe right just to open the doorway and see you and then like like they fucking lined it up before you even moved. um it's terrible, but you know that's pointed it out to me. Death cam has been great, you know. That's a good addition. More things like that um, yeah. have helped a lot. I mean, because the report button, uh, you know, I, you know, I may have been there before. I don't remember. But the it, report button's always been there. Yeah, yeah but I you they couldn't made be inclusive they...
0: about it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, because it was just kind of like I died. And it's like, you never really knew if something, if someone cheated you or if you just fucked up. Yeah. But now it's like, you can see it clear as day.
2: Even like, even like server lag, you know, somebody could whip like three grenades at you and then the third one, you didn't hear it or something. And then you just die and you'll think like, Oh, I got cheated. You know? Yeah. But you can see it now. Or shit, man.
0: Like this happened to us the other night when we were playing and we were in that one spot and like, I literally just walked past an open door and I got up two perfect headshots Mm -hmm. in the span of like a second. And I was almost dead and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no way.
3: My favorites are the 180 no scopes, just yeah, suddenly, instantly. and Woo! it's not even yeah. You don't even see them move. It's literally yeah. their character one frame they're they're looking like north. Next frame they're looking south, and they have you like dead shot. Oh yeah, it's great. Yep.
0: Love it. Yeah, it's in it's it's in it's insane how prevalent this problem is. Yeah, you know that it's like and and that like 99 percent of it is coming specifically out of one country is like insane. Yeah. The thing is is like you think that would make it easier to fix, but when you consider that it's like 50% of the players are Chinese, it's like oof.
2: And that's like 13 million players of you know, you know of the you know 14 million players of the 30 million right there. And if right. the player base is 2.5 million, I mean, you're looking at like a little over like you know 1 million just constantly on, and that's like the thing that they're fighting is like a million players every day, you know.
1: Yeah. You know what game doesn't have all these problems? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, I know it.
3: <laughs> it's that phase. I'm telling you, it's that damn cycle cuz we had that same thing with H1Z1 where it was like yeah. it started huge, then it fucked up. And now PUBG started huge, now it's fucking up. And now Fortnite, Fortnite is starting huge. I don't know how that's Fortnite's gonna getting big. Up, but...
0: like I I uh, that that to me is really the thing that like cuz I to answer my own question, I don't I don't think this is the end of PUBG. I don't I don't think that PUBG's going anywhere. Um, I think that, like, PUBG is super popular and, like, they have millions of players in the door. And I think if they fix these problems, the people that left will come back yep. and they'll continue to get new people.
5: Yep. However,
0: I think what is the possible, you know, threat to them is, to Andy's point, is competitors. Is competitors who do the same thing better. And, like, I haven't played Fortnite, so I can't speak to the quality of the game. I'm not necessarily as interested in it because, like... I don't like the, like, building, crafting aspect of it. Like, I just want to fight, you know? Um, I, you know, I'd like to give it a shot so I can, like, have an informed opinion about it. But um, on its face, it it doesn't seem super appealing to me. But last week in our episode all about leaks, we talked about Red Dead and how they're going to introduce a battle royale mode in Red Dead Online. And, you know, we've already seen one come to GTA Online. And I just wonder... Is it a matter of time until someone comes up with a battle royale that's as fun as Poji but not as broken?
1: I think Darwin Project has a shot at being that. Um, They're still in beta right now. They're doing a stress test of their servers on, I think, Tuesday if you guys want to check it out. But it's way smaller. It's only, like, ten players per match. So there's less, like, Mm. sprinting across an island.
0: That's, like, not as interesting mm. to me either, though. Yeah, I kind
2: of want more. Even, yeah. like, minimum, like, 50 would be
1: fine. I would like that. do like, coaches is like that. and stuff, too. What?
3: In Darwin Project. Sorry? Isn't it, like, there's also, like, a coach, too, or something like there's,
1: that? There's, yeah. So what Darwin Project has is um, playing way more into the, like, the Hunger Games of it all. Is That's cool. There's, like, an overlord who's, like... The, the Hunger Games sort of game master who can like fuck with the map and like chooses where Whoa. the spawns drop no, and that's where the circle's going to oh, okay. restrict you and that also really like
3: give you drops as well and like, so, like yeah if you do gives, well.
1: you, gives you drops if you're doing well can like so it's set up so the I forget what the like the role's called but like that person is supposed to be like streaming and interacting with an audience
0: okay yeah that sounds fun that's I cool I d- I can definitely see see that being something cool. Yeah, um, but like I don't, think that's I don't, I don't usurp- think it'll
3: overpass PUBG though. Yeah,
0: no, because it's different. Yeah, like that's the thing is, I'm I'm talking more about like there would have to be a game that's like PUBG, you know, like, yeah. and like Fortnite is like PUBG, but it's not quite like PUBG, and like, I wonder if there isn't going to be like a battle royale mode in like the next Call of Duty or like in like the Division Two or like some other big AAA shooter. That comes along and introduces a battle royale mode that plays like PUBG, but isn't as um, janky. It's possible. I don't know
2: to pull away from those. That's that's like thirty million sales is going to be hard to get near that, you know. And like, what if PUBG decides one day, hey, we're on PlayStation Four now? It's like that's that's gigantic, you know. Like, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it could be one of those things, like. Another game's coming around. PUBG's starting to like you know get almost usurped, and it's like, oh, guess what? It's on that, and that's what do you say, seventy million in the yeah, wild. Yeah, seventy million so in the wild. So there you go. I mean, and it's not like it's not selling sales. It's still at, you know it went up to thirty. So even without that, it's right. gonna go up still. Well, so. they sold
0: an additional thirty, so it's like that's oh. it, that's thirty million like well, then, in a week. Never mind. Yeah. So, so it the looks game, like,
2: Yeah, it, I don't think yeah. they're gonna have trouble keeping players around because at the very least, even if everyone stopped playing, they're gonna get. 30 million new ones so it's
0: the thing of like I think one of the things that kind of sticks out to me is I I think that install base is a huge part of it I think you have a really really hard time usurping PUBG just because like they're coke like they're the coke of the battle royale Mm -hmm. you know and like like I uh, Peggy you made the comparison earlier to like H1Z1 and there's something to that but like battle royale wasn't what it is now, then, like that game was big, but it wasn't huge. The calling it is the only other
2: one I could think of, and even that, and even
0: right, like I remember, I remember H one Z one was like a thing, but it wasn't like top, you know, three games on Steam, top one game on Steam thing, you know, like and that moment was much shorter than this was, and uh, I'll I'll I, I definitely <laughs> right, and I think that was part of it was that it was was in on the zombie movement more than it was, like, starting the Battle Royale movement. And, like, I feel like PUBG is the one that's really done that in the same way that, like, Lee did for MOBAs. Of, like, yeah, it's not the first, but it's the first one that, like, hit. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I do think you're going to have a hard time pulling people away from it, even when there are problems.
2: Yeah, because if everyone
0: that right now, you know, that we, we,
2: all of us say we went to another game, like, there is the 30 million that just got it. And there's going to be more. So... They could, you know, not that they want to, but they could afford to lose shitloads of players and still
0: be fine. Yeah, and they don't need to be the biggest game on Steam. No, they to don't, be but profitable. they happen to be, you know, yeah. So it's like, that's better, you know, like, obviously. Yeah, and like, I think that might go away at some point, but, you know, I don't I don't know that, I don't know that PUBG's going anywhere. I, I think, if anything, we're going to see somebody try to be the Pepsi to their Coke more than these issues will that's really. That's Fortnite at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, probably it's true. come
2: out to the point where there's enough people like talking and making you know like entire things saying like here's like the comparisons between the two because this is the two you know yeah. like and that's like, yeah I mean people really love Fortnite yeah but I feel like Fortnite solidified as the number two now like that is the Pepsi yeah. I think that's a good point it's got enough people behind it and enough momentum behind it that you know we see it keep growing and enough people talking about it comparing it that it just it is at this point
0: yeah I think I think that's probably true. Um... So yeah, just to wrap it around to the kind of uh, the last overall question, I think we all kind of have touched about this in general, but um, I guess I want to ask like, where are you at with PUBG? You know, like, do you, are are you like Thompson? You said you're an apologist for the game. I know you still put a lot of time into it. Yeah. But, like overall, right? With mm-hmm. all this stuff in mind, with the issues with the with cheating. The, the issues with the, the development of the game's um, overall experience as a piece of software not really improving. Like, do you see yourself losing interest in PUBG? Is the core loop of the game enough to keep you around? Like, wh- where are you at with it right now emotionally? Like, how do you feel about PUBG? Where do you think you're going to feel about it in the next six months?
2: My morale for the game is the lowest it's ever been um, because of just, like, The extended amount of time that I've seen these problems be, just and new ones crop up. The fact that new ones come up uh, as old ones are getting fixed is kind of weird. I mean, I don't expect it to be flawless again, but you know, I just think that like it's too many times. Like every single patch, I see a new problem, and that could be coding, it could be whatever. I don't really care. Um, So my morale for the game is very low. I definitely put a lot less time into the game. I almost always used to get the the first three crates of the week. Now I just shoot for the first two. Um, and even then I kind of roll over the, the battle points from the last week. So I, sometimes I don't play it for a week just to get the first two crates cause I just got BP sitting around and then yeah. I get a little bit more disheartened cause I get, uh, you know, nine fucking Desperado crates that I don't want to spend, you know, like $30 to open. Um, I don't know if they're going to just open by themselves, like, you know, be free and there's another rotation of crate keys. Uh, that would be great cause I'm sitting
0: on a bunch, um, so that sucks i would love that actually yeah i I would i think that would be such a good way to handle that system
2: who knows i mean that's the only way i could see it working out for me because i'm never gonna give you 250 for a a key you know that's like that's nuts
1: i played Um, tf2 once never again
2: yeah yeah, (laughs) see i learned my lesson Uh, uh i didn't even put money into tf2 and i know how this is working but yeah like it's cut down my time on the game for sure um i have fun now only when i play with like other friends you know i used to solo some stuff i used to do the first persons like i don't do that um i really just i have a lot of fun with this game but i gotta have some friends in it and that's already you know a drop from where i used to be where it's like playing all the time you know before i go to bed like oh just throw a match in it's like i don't do that now i only play with you guys um you know and even then i'm really just kind of getting the the boxes out of it and, you know, we make our own fun. Like, you've, you've seen Pete. Like, I'm an idiot in that game because I'm at the point yeah. where I'm like, let's drop in the most hot zone every single time and just go ape shit every game. And just because, fight. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. like, we got to do something to. So, like, the core loop is fun. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, because I am losing interest in a lot of ways. I don't know if that's going to be enough to, like, ultimately, you know, a year from now. I don't think I'd be playing it still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, I, I think I'm in a similar spot as you. Uh, I really only enjoy playing the game with other people and you know, I think unless the game starts to fix some of these issues and then also deliver new content that's keeping me engaged, uh, I'd I'd probably see myself losing interest in it by the end of 2018, which isn't a bad thing. Like, that's pretty normal for me. I don't usually play games for years and years and years, but um, I think this is a game I could play for years and years and years if they roll out content in the right way and start fixing some of this stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I'm with you guys where it's, like... I'm not all the way out on it yet, but I'm definitely, like... My PUBG experience has gone downhill. I find myself less excited to play the game and more just, like, oh, it's what people are playing, so I guess I'll play. Mm. Like, it's never gonna be a game I suggest.
0: Yeah, when you're the one, like, getting people together to play a thing. Yeah.
1: I'm not ever gonna yeah. be like, "Yo, let's play PUBG," right? And even yeah, then, and like, I mean, like, it's like
0: a few weeks ago you were.
1: Yeah, and it's like if yeah. you know somebody says to me, "Hey, you want to play some PUBG?" I probably won't say no. But what a glowing! But there's like a second
3: where you consider
1: it. Yeah, you're just kind of like,
2: mm.
3: yeah.
5: Yeah,
2: I, I understand, because, just... like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way, man. Like, I, I want to mess around and have fun with this stupid game, and if, if I got, like, you know, say Pete's like, hey, you want a PUBG or something, it's like, eh, we could duo. But if I got, like, two or three other people, you know, like we want to make a four-man squad, it's like, all right, let's have some fun,
0: you know. Let's yeah. let's do it now, you know, and that, that's, like, definitely... We did have a lot of fun duoing oh, the other did, night. Yeah. That's the most fun I've ever had in duos. Right. We were fucking around. We, put, we got, like, ten matches in, and, like, we we won none of them, but they were really fun. Yeah, like flipping cars and shit. Oh, yeah. but, you know, that's... That one, when we got to the end, though, that was yeah. ridiculous. We just were lucky for, like, the entire time and got to the very... We were the last three guys, and the other dude fucking killed us. Yeah,
1: I got grenaded. Died like chumps. <laughs> fucking scrubs. You, you got yeah. grenaded in final three? I love it. Final two, because was... Pete was already down. Dang, Almost yeah. as
3: bad as getting panned.
1: That, that
0: we guy looking... won with
1: a grenade. Holy shit. Well,
0: we were both looking it at was, each it other. It was honestly impressive yeah like the way he did it like he, he faked out behind the yeah, tree he faked out one and grenade, then, so I, I stepped over
2: and then I, he grenaded on the other side and i didn't hear it or see it and i guess that was just like an audio glitch or something because i was hacks. like in my head i'm like there might be another one but if i go over there i'm surely
0: dead so i have to go here and then i just died anyway so. we were also talking because i oh, was yeah. like i was like oh he's to the right he's to the right get him and then like you step to the right boom it's just like oh no yep. <laughs> it's okay but uh, yeah, so I think. Um... Oh wait, Peggy, you didn't you didn't give your overalls?
3: Yeah, um, I think for for the most part, I'm basically in the same camp as you guys. Like, um, I used to be like grinding hard on on solo. Uh, yeah, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, but uh, but not not anymore because I'm just like I would rather I would rather like meme in Overwatch, and like do, like, custom game browsing and all that jazz instead of, of dealing with fucking cheaters in, in PUBG. Um, that being said, though, if those cheaters are cleared up, totally would be down. And I'm in the same boat as you guys as well when it comes to squads, too, because, like, I play with a couple people who are uh, who are big in, in the Overwatch scene, or at least the, the journalism scene, and um, it's always a lot of fun. We keep on blowing up motorcycles, but that's not neither here nor there. But, uh, but yeah, like, it, it's so much fun to play with other... Like to play with your friends, but like yeah. I'm not here to play solo anymore because of all the shit that's happened, and I think that's what PUBG needs in order to survive in the first place. So yeah,
0: yeah, because not everybody is like us. Like not everybody has a squad of people right. that they play games with regularly and like can jump on and and have that experience. And if that's not a thing you can do, then then I would have been out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's where I'm at. Is I wouldn't still be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Those water cooler moments of remember when we did that thing we flipped the car and we d-, you know like those are the moments that make PUBG worth playing um, and I, I I hope that they salvage the game because I want to keep having those moments um, so I, we'll see right jury's out but um, I do wish them the best of luck on this one so uh, I think that's gonna wrap up the conversation here on episode forty three of the video game pals uh, remember sure if you where guys. He's at? Yeah, Sean, Sean where, where are you at with PUBG? Yeah,
3: Sean. Sean, where are well, you at? She's
2: uh, downloading it right now, so
0: that's okay. Definitely not downloading it right now. Um, <laughs> Sean wouldn't play the game if you paid him. <laughs> I two
4: copies. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen. If you, if you make a lot of money on a game that's not a game, the incentive to make it a game is not really there. And,
2: this is like uh, this is beautiful and poetic. Uh, I could see like a year Peggy. down the line where we're not playing and Sean just sits there and puts a, a very slowly a crown on his head and he's like, "I'd like to hear your thoughts on PUBG."
0: <laughs> Peggy, I just I just want you to know that that rage that you feel, that seething anger, that's that's what you put me through on a weekly basis.
3: You know what? Pete? So any any time,
0: any time, that I can give Sean a platform to talk shit about a
4: game I like, I'll do it. (laughs) The difference between what Peggy does to you and what I am saying right now is that I'm actually right. And
1: See, I think Peggy's more right all the time than you are right now, Sean
0: oh. Oh, pff, Please, please On that note, that's going to wrap up the conversation here on episode 43 of the Video Game Pals Remember, if you want to write in and hear your thoughts read right on the air, you can hit us up at thevideogamepals at gmail.com You can drop us a random question of the week, any of that stuff We will read it as long as you are not a mean face uh, if you want to connect with us on social media, you can follow our sister show at the Comics Pals, wherever your social media is sold. Keep up to date with all the stuff we've got going on here at the Pals Network. Uh, remember, if you're an audio listener, we'd really appreciate it if you could jump over to uh, your platform of choice or Apple Podcasts. Give us a like, give us a rating, help the show get recognized. If you're on uh, YouTube, same deal. Like the video, share it with a friend. Um, you know, go. You know, check out the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Give us the sub. We really need it. Uh, we really want to past that 100 mark, get our custom URL, um, something we're really excited for. So if you could do that, it would be a, a great personal favor to us. And um, yeah, let's. before we get out of here, we'll, we'll do some plugs. So uh, Peggy? I
3: dropped my pen. Hang on. Wait. Okay, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Hey. All right. So. Uh, i write about a lot about Overwatch and and a little bit of PUBG actually for PUBG esports. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Moraiow. It's M O I R A I O W. I'm not in pain. It's just a shorthand shorthand for Overwatch. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and there's gonna be an article out this week about the uh, Philadelphia Fusion's hometown hero showcase, which will be a really interesting read, I think. So uh, so yeah, give it a give it a, a read if you want.
4: Cool cool cool. Sean. Uh, I am on Twitter only, at Sean Soapbox. Let's talk about PUBG and the failures of uh, of that game. And <laughs> if you're disappointed with the cheating, hit me up, because I have some uh, some words for you about what you should do to deal with that issue. Got some spicy hot. For the cakes.
3: record, by the way, for the record, I should probably mention, I'm not mad about Sean critiquing the game. He should be. I'm just... He says it's a game now, so I win. That's all That's all that matters. Sorry, continue. I,
4: whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've <laughs> always said that it's a game when it comes out of beta. Yeah. You can't have a game You're in wrong. beta for literally a year and sell the game and have millions of people buying the game but still say, oh, well, the problems are the problems because we're, we're, we're in beta. Well, we're how many months out of beta and it has the same problems and worse problems. I don't That's know. That's such Peggy. a like a
3: literalist, I guess, like interpretation um, and it's just terrible.
4: A literalist interpretation. So what would that mean? That would mean that I'm taking the literal facts and applying that <laughs> to
3: the situation. What I mean, is the it's problem? Like, it's like people do the Constitution all the damn time. They're like, oh, the Constitution strictly says this. So you can't do it. When you're supposed to be, it's supposed to be transformative and you're supposed to put context into this. Pete, don't you dare fucking do that.
4: Uh, h- hello, Peggy. You're comparing the Constitution of the United States to a shit game? <laughs> is this is not a war 1812 story. But
3: age. it's a game, right? Yeah. yeah. How else it, would you have described? Game, how yes. else would you have described PUBG before it went, uh, before it went 1.0?
4: I would have said it was. What a is game. it? It was not huh? a game. It was. Not then what is game. it? It's a. It's a game in process. It's software. But I'm
3: hearing game. <laughs> the collection of lines.
4: It's a game in process.
3: It's a game.
4: It's a series process. of tubes.
3: It's a game.
4: It's a game in process. It's a game being made. It's if a game, a game is Thank unfinished. You.
3: That's what I've been it, trying if, to get if, you to say all the time. It's a, a game, game.
4: If a game is unfinished, is it We're really going to add like
3: 15 minutes of editing for me. I'm editing this episode simply because it, you're wrong.
4: Oh, you're not editing this out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wrong. If, There's if,
3: no way in hell I'm editing. This is going to be a sound off. Are you kidding me?
4: If a, Okay. How about this? How about this? Would you go watch the beta of a movie or are you waiting for the movie?
3: That's not how that works. That's not <laughs> oh, how movies it's not, work.
4: It's not. It's not. No. No. You guys no. are making my day. <laughs> I agree it's with like you. That's why, that's why I don't consider Beta PUBG a game. No, Because it's I would a not game. pay for a you beta of You just said it was a game. Something. You I yourself pay...
3: just admitted that it is no. a game. It's a game. No. No. In okay, of all,
4: right,
0: a all, game. all right, all right, all right, You'll all
3: right.
5: Right,
0: right, 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 right. i
1: will turn this podcast <laughs> i've let
0: this go on long enough i as much as i hate to cut this short we are not here to talk about the legitimacy of PUBG. g peggy um hey! so
1: andy okay s- why don't you
0: share where the kids can find so, you? so
1: if you're a kid you can find me on twitter at tiger underscore millions <laughs> if you're an old person you don't know what twitter is go try and look up twitter on your you know your heart monitor grandpa
0: <laughs> go ask Jeeves what Twitter is. Like go on, on AltaVista,
1: search for Ask Jeeves, then ask Jeeves Alta what a Twitter Vista. is.
0: Why does everyone in this town use AltaVista? All right, All right. ahead. Um, wait, also oh, uh, wait,
1: remember to write in like if you want a copy ahead. of Life is Strange.
0: Yes, thank you. Go ahead,
1: Thompson.
2: Uh, you can write to me at RelicVampire on Twitter and talk to me about how I just got Peggy's cowboy key and other such fun things you know hey write into the show and and say why i should get life is strange even though i've got two copies of it i'll take a third why i
0: deserve a third free copy of life is strange there you go short stories all right and as for me if you want to connect with me online i'm at lud underscore pete on both twitter and instagram come talk to me about um any of the stuff we talked about you know what come talk to me about spyro because i was real hyped to talk about it and these guys gave me nothing so come talk to me about spyro um, if you want to get more content from me, you can catch me and Sean on the Comics Pals, our sister show. Uh, it posts the day before uh, the Video Game Pals on any of your you know, audio platforms. comes up on Friday as well um, as the VGP on YouTube. Um, and I'm on all our other shows, so go check that stuff out. Um, it's all good content. Let us know what you think about it. And then uh, my writing over at CBR is uh, a great way to support me. It helps me pay the bills. I've got two articles that are making me money right now, um, and a third one coming out this week. One about carnage and 15 powers he has that Venom doesn't. One about the Hulk's body and some of the weird facts you probably didn't know about it. And then another about um, seven times that the Hulk ate someone and eight times that he was eaten by someone. So fun ones. He's really into Hulk Yeah, fun times. I, not on purpose, but hey, I mean. <laughs> uh, when you start researching something and you realize wait, patterns, you got to fucking wait, lean into did it. did you
3: say Hulkavore?
0: Hulkvore, Like, Vore porn? We're not getting into that. <laughs> so, finally, uh, you can find me on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Loud Pete. Uh, me and Thompson have been streaming on Fridays. It's a thing we're going to keep doing. Um, so go check it out. Follow me on social media, and you'll get alerts when I go live. So, uh, with that... That's going to wrap it up. This is Video Game Pal signing off. Peace. Take care. Adios. So long, suckers.